Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman, member by Ram Goldar, and today we're Masechus Psachim Daf Kuf Tes, the tenth parak Arve Psachim. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara cites brayses that discuss keeping children awake for the seder. Yehuda says we give children kliyos ve'egozim be'er Pesach, parched grain and walnuts in er Pesach, and it's evident from the Rambam and others that the Gemara refers to the night of Pesach. So that they will not sleep and they'll ask questions. Rebbe Rezer says, We snatch matzahs on the night of Pesach for the benefit of the children so they shouldn't fall asleep. The Rishpam's preferred explanation is that this means that we prevent children from eating too much matzah and becoming drowsy as a result. Alternatively, we remove the Seder plate from the table to prompt the children to ask why. It was said about Rabbi Akiva, he never said that time has come to stand up in the base minister and leave. Except for Erev Pesach and Erev Yom Kippur. On Erev Pesach, he did this for the benefit of the children so that they should not fall asleep. Rashmam explains that the Talmudim would go home early either to ensure that their children nap during the day or so that they could begin the Seder before the children would go to sleep. And in Erev Yom Kippur, so that the Talmudim should feed their children. Point number two is taught in the Bryce Chaivadim was Samir Banubini Base of Rego, Shinemar Vasamachtibekagecho. A man is obligated to gladden his children and the members of his household on Yantav as it stated, and you should rejoice on your festival, you, your son, your daughter, your slave, Bamemasamchem, Bayan. With what does he gladden them? With wine. Ravidoimir Ryuda says, Anashim Rulehen, Banashim Ruinlehen. Men with what's appropriate for them, and women with what's appropriate for them. The Gemara explains that wine is appropriate to gladden men. And Rav Yosef explains that new clothing is appropriate to gladden women. In Babylon, it was with colored garments, and in Eretz Yisrael, it was with white-pressed linen garments. Rav Yudim ben Becerra says, When the Beis HaMikdash stands, the mitzvah rejoicing is fulfilled only through bringing an offering and eating its meat. But now that the Beis HaMikdash does not stand, the mitzvah rejoicing is fulfilled only through drinking wine. And point number three, Rav Chista defines the liquid measure of a ravis by describing the size of the space that a ravis occupies. Ravis shall Torah etzbaim al etzbaim barum etzbaim vechetzi etzba vechomish etzba. The ravis of the Torah is two fingers by two fingers with a height of two fingers, half a finger and a fifth of a finger, or two by two by two point seven fingers. Rav Chista derives this from a brisa that teaches that because a mikvah must be able to contain a person's entire body at one time. It must be an amma by an amma with a height of three ammas. And the Chamu determined that an area of that size contains 40 saw. Applying the same ratio, Rav Chista concluded that an area of two by two by 2.7 fingers contains a raviz. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara cites prices that discuss keeping children awake for the Seder. Rav Yudha says that we give children klaios ve'egozim be'er Pesach, parched grain and walnuts on Erev Pesach, and it's evident from the Rambam and others that the Gemara refers to the night of Pesach. Kedei shu'ayishnu v'yishalu. So they'll not sleep and they'll ask questions. Rebel Lezer says, We snatch matzahs on the night of Pesach for the benefit of the children so they shouldn't fall asleep. The Rashbam's preferred explanation is that this means that we prevent children from eating too much matzah and becoming drowsy as a result. Alternatively, we remove the Seder plate from the table to prompt the children to ask why. And it was said about Rabbi Akiva, He never said the time has come to stand up in the base of Midrash and leave. 
Kutzma Arvi Psachim Be'erv Yom Kippurim, except for Erev Pesach and Erev Yom Kippurim. Be'erv Pesach Bishvil Tinokish Kadesh Yishnu. On Erev Pesach, he did this for the benefit of the children so they should not fall asleep. The Rishbam explains that the Talmud would go home early either to ensure that the children napped during the day or so that they could begin the Seder before the children would go to sleep. And on Erev Yom Kippur, so that the Talmudim should feed their children. Point number two was taught in a brisa. Chayvadim v'samech banov v'nei beisa berego shneamar v'samach bechagecha. A man is obligated to gladden his children and the members of his household on Yantiv, as it stated, and you should rejoice on your festival. You, your son, your daughter, your slave. Bamem asamchem beyain. With what does he gladden them? With wine. Rabbi Yudoimir. Anashim beruilehem benashim beruilehem. Men with what's appropriate for them, and women with what's appropriate for them. The Gemara explains that wine is appropriate to gladden men. And Rav Yosef explains that new clothing is appropriate to gladden women. In Babylon, it was with colored garments, and in Eretz Yisrael, it was with white pressed linen garments. Rav Yudah Mimisera says, "Bezman Mikdash Kayam ain't When the base of Mikdash stands, the mitzvah of rejoicing is fulfilled only through bringing an offering and eating its meat. But now that the base of Mikdash doesn't stand, the mitzvah of rejoicing is fulfilled only through drinking wine. And point number three, Rav Chizda defines the liquid measure of a Raviz by describing the size of the space that a Raviz occupies. Raviz shel Torah etzbaim al-etzbaim barum etzbaim bechetzi etzba v'chomish etzba. The Raviz of the Torah is two fingers by two fingers with a height of two fingers, half a finger, and a fifth of a finger, or two by two by two point seven fingers. Rav Chizda derives this from a Bryce that teaches that because a mikvah must be able to contain a person's entire body at one time, it must be an amma by an amma with a height of three amos. And the Chumim determined that an area of that size contains 40 saw. Applying the same ratio, Rav Chista concluded that an area of 2 by 2 by 2.7 atzbos contains a raviz. All right, so now we go to Simmer Duff Kuftes. And this simon was suggested to us by Yaakov Letter from Nof Ayalon, Jason Selesny from Herzliya, and Arn Warsaw from Queens. They all suggested, they all suggested a Hatzala first aid kit. Hatzala first aid kit. So here goes. Hatzala prepared a special Keep the kitties up for Seder kit, pack with parched green walnuts and a matzah grabber, while they gave out to parents free hangers for new clothing, and a custom two fingers revise measure to be used for the abracosos. Once again, in slow motion. Hatzala prepared a special Keep the kitties up for Seder kit, Hatzala kit, that must be more on Duff, Kuftes. Hatzala prepared a special Keep the kitties up for Seder kit, packed with parched green walnuts and a matzah grabber, which reminds the Gemara brings different prices on how to keep the children up for the Seder. Rebuta says that we give children clios of egos in parched grain and walnuts so that they'll not sleep and they'll ask questions. Rebuta says, we snatch matzahs on the night of Pesach for the benefit of the children so they shouldn't fall asleep. The Rosh Bum's preferred explanation is that this means that we prevent children from eating too much matzah and becoming drowsy as a result. Alternatively, we remove the Seder plate from the table to prompt the children to ask why. And Rabbi Kiva would tell his Talmudim to stand up and leave the base of Midrash Erev Pesach so that the Talmudim would go home early to ensure that their children nap during the day or or so that they could begin the Seder before the children would go to sleep. He also told them to leave the base of Midrash on Erev Yom Kippur so that the Talmudim should feed their children. So Hatzal prepared a special Keep the Kitties Up for Seder kit, packed with parched green walnuts and a matzah grabber, while they gave out their parents free hangers for new clothing, which reminds us that we learn from the Pazak of a Samach Bechagecha, a man is obligated to gladden his children 
and the members of his household on Yantav. How does he gladden them? With wine. Rabbi Yudah says, Men with what's appropriate for them, and women with what's appropriate for them. The Gemara explains that wine is appropriate to gladden men, and Rabbi Yosef explains that new clothing is appropriate to gladden women. In Babel, it was with colored garments, and in Eretz Yisrael, it was with white pressed linen garments. Rabbi Yudah ben Becerra says, When the base of Migdash stands, the midst of rejoicing is fulfilled only to bring an offering and eating its meat. But now that the base of Migdash does not stand, the mitzvah of rejoicing is fulfilled only through drinking wine. So Hatzal prepared a special keep the kitties up for Seder kit, packed with parched grain walnuts and a matzah grabber, while they gave out their parents free hangers for new clothing and a custom two fingers reviews measure to be used for the arbicosos. Which reminds us, the Rav Chista defines the liquid measure of reviews by describing the size of the space that a reviews occupies. Revis shall Torah etzbaim al etzbaim, barum etzbaim vechetzi etzba vechomish etzba. The revis of the Torah is two fingers by two fingers, with a height of two fingers, half a finger, and a fifth of a finger, or two by two by two point seven etzbaos. Rav Chisa derives this from a Bryce that teaches that because a mikvah must be able to contain a person's entire body at one time, it must be an amma by an amma with a height of three ammas. And the Chami determined that an area of that size contains 40 saw. Applying the same ratio, Rav Chisa concluded that an area of 2 by 2 by 2.7 esbaos contains a revis. So one more time. Hatzala prepared a special keep the kitties up for Seder kit packed with parched grain walnuts and a matzah grabber, while they gave out to parents free hangers for new clothing and a custom two-fingers of reviews measure to be used for the arbicosos. All right, now it's time to go to our four-blot-back Hazara. Duff Kufhe. So the simmer Duff Kufhe is a Russian hacker. So here goes. The Russian hacker. Russian hacker. That must be more Duff Kufhe. The Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night, which reminds of Rav Hananya Bar Shalemya and the Talmudim of Rav, were eating a meal on Arab Shabbos and Rav Hamnuna was serving them. They asked him to check if Shabbos had begun because if it had, they would remove the table and return it specifically for Shabbos to distinguish the Shabbos meal from the weekday one. He told them, based on a statement of Rav, there's no need to do that because Shabbat Kava Nafsha. Shabbos establishes itself. The Rajmam explains that the remainder of the meal would be distinct from its beginning even if the table was left in place because one interrupts his meal to say Kiddush as soon as Shabbos begins due to the prohibition against eating before Kiddush. Rav Amram adds in the name of Rav, the Kiddush Kovas, Havdal Kovas. The advent of Shabbos establishes itself with respect to Kiddush, but the departure of Shabbos does not establish itself for Havdal, meaning one must interrupt the meal to say Kiddush at the beginning of Shabbos, but one need not interrupt to say Havdalah at the end of Shabbos, even though it may not begin eating before Havdalah. So the Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time came for Kiddush Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night, which reminds us Rav Nachman Yitzchak told Ravina that the sons of Rabbi Chia said, one who did not say Abdallah Motsi Shabbos may say Abdallah through the following week. And we may infer from this that similarly, someone who did not say Kiddush on Friday night may say Kiddush throughout the following day. Ravina challenged this based on a bracelet that says, Shabbos v'yontav eim behem kedush alkos, v'yesh behem hazgara b'virchaz amazon. Shabbos v'yontav days, in contrast to Shabbos v'yontav nights, do not feature kiddush on a cup, but do feature mention of the specialness of the day in b'virchaz amazon. The Rashbam explains that the kiddush mentioned here refers to the bracha that proclaims the kedush of the day. Rav Nachman Yitzchak answered, as explained by the Rashbam, that the bracelet is not discussing someone who failed to say kiddush at night, as the chachamim required. 
So the Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night was known for his very late Shabbos because Shabbos was no burden for him. Which reminds us, Ravina then challenged Rav Nachman by Yitzchak based on another Bryce which says, Kavad Yom V'Kavad Lail Kavad Yom Kodim. If one has limited food with which to honor Shabbos and he must choose between the honor of Shabbos day and the honor of Shabbos night, the honor of the day come first. But if he only has one cup of wine, he should say Kiddush on Friday night, which proclaims the sanctity of the day. Now, if Kiddush may be said during the day, why should he not leave the cup until the next day and use it then for Kiddush and to honor the day? Of Nachman by Yitzchak answers that Kiddush is said at night and not delayed because Bashaita Chaviva Mitzvah, a mitzvah is precious in its time. He went on to explain that unlike Kiddush, Havdal is delayed if there's some benefit to doing so because with respect to bringing in the day of Shabbos, the earlier we do it, the better, and we thus demonstrate our Chavivas for it. But with respect to escorting the day out, we delay it so it will not appear to be a burden for us. Daf Kuvav, so the simmer Daf Kuvav is a tightrope walker walking on a fine line. So here goes. The tightrope walker whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah got booed by the crowd when he messed up one time and tasted the food before making Kiddush. Once again in slow motion. The tightrope walker, tightrope walker, that must be on Duff, Kuf Vav, Kav, Line. The tightrope walker whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire, which reminds us of the story of Ravashi visiting Machos and trying to figure out what to do when they told him Shabbos day to make Kiddush Rabbah. He ended up dragging out the Bori Pirgafim to see if anybody would be impatient and drink, and indeed, an elderly man started. Ravashi applied to himself the Pasuk, Achacham Eina Barosho, the wise man has his eyes in his head, meaning he has foresight. And Rashbam explains that they called it the great Kiddush, Kiddush Rabbah, because it's the bracha which is recited whenever Kiddush is recited. So the tightrope walker, whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire, and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah, which reminds us of the sons of Rabbi Chia say, One who did not say Havdalah, Motzi Shabbos, may say Havdalah throughout the following week. Rabbi Zera explained, Ad until the fourth day, meaning up to and not including Tuesday night. So this ruling is similar to a ruling with respect to a get. The first three weekdays are called after Shabbos, and the last three weekdays are called before Shabbos. Rashbam explains that this would be relevant for someone who gives a get and stipulates that he has given 200 zoos after or before Shabbos. If he said after Shabbos, the get would only be valid if she gives him the money prior to Tuesday night. So the tightrope walker, whose act featured making Kiddush Rabbah on the high wire, and then staying there until Tuesday afternoon to make Havdalah, got booed by the crowd when he messed up one time and tasted the food, before making Kiddush. Which reminds the Malchokas of one taste of food before making Kiddush or Havdalah. Rav Huda says, in the name of Rav, Tam Enum Akadosh. After one taste of food, he may not say Kiddush. Rashbam explains that he should not say Kiddush on Friday night, but he should say it the next day before the meal. This would seem to be a penalty imposed by the Rabban for eating prior to Kiddush. Rav says the final halacha is that one does say Kiddush and Havdalah. Daf Kufzain. So the simple Daf Kufzain is Kuskus. So here goes. The lavish Kuskus dish. Kuskus dish. That must be one Daf Kuvzayin. The lavish couscous dish prepared from Malav Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given dapir for Havdalah, which reminds us of the incident of a member traveling being given dapir for Havdalah, not wanting to make Havdalah in anything but wine, went to bed fasting. When it happened again the second year, he said, If so, beer is the wine of the province. He said Havdalah and he tasted some food. Rashbam explains that a member meant that because wine was regularly unavailable there, Beer was the local equivalent and therefore suitable for Abdallah. And the Gemara discusses the suitability of several types of beer for Kiddush and Abdallah and brings some incidents about the ill effects that occurred after drinking some date beer.
So the lavish couscous dish prepared from Olav Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Abdallah and told to make sure he had a cheek full, which reminds us, says the Malchogas, how much wine must be tasted when making a bracha over a kos shel bracha, such as Kiddush, Havdalah, and Birchaz Amazon. The Tanakhama says a koshu, and Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda says a cheek full, a mali lugma. Another brace is brought that supports the second opinion. So the lavish couscous dish prepared from Olav Malka was not touched by the visiting rabbi who was given date beer for Havdalah and told to make sure he had a cheek full and who was now in such pain that he couldn't even dream of eating Arab Pesach close to Mincha Katana. Which reminds us it was a question when the Mishnah said that one should not eat Arab Pesach Samach Mincha. Was that referring to Mincha Gadol or Mincha Katana? The Gemara explains that this issue revolves around the reason for the prohibition against eating close to Mincha. Is it because a meal at Mincha Kadol could be drawn out and cause a person to not bring the carbon Pesach, which must be brought that afternoon? Or is it because a later meal at Mincha Katana could cause a person to eat the matzah that night in a manner of Achila Gasa, excessive consumption? And the Rajbam explains that Achila Gasa is not halachically considered eating. The Gemara proves from a Brisa that Samachu Mincha Katana Tanan. The Mishnah states that one may not eat on Ere Pesach close to Mincha Katana. Daf Kufches, the simon is a pickpocket. So here goes. The pickpocket, pickpocket, that must be on Duff Kuvches. The pickpocket who reclined while drinking the first two cups of wine at the Seder, which reminds us, it was stated that Rav Nachman said the cups of wine at the Seder require Seba, and it was stated that he said they do not require Seba. So the Gemara explains that there's no dispute and that they're referring to different cups. Some say the first two require leaning because the the because it's now that freedom begins, meaning the redemption is discussed over those cups. Others say the last two cups require leaning because it's at that time that freedom is a reality. The Gemara concludes, now that it was stated like this, and it was stated like this, both these two cups and these two cups require his seba. So the pickpocket reclined while drinking the first two cups of wine of the Seder was disappointed when all he found in the pockets of the reclining son and Talmud, which reminds us, the Gemara discusses who must lean. A woman in the presence of her husband does not need to do a seba, but if she's a prominent woman, she needs leaning. The Rosh Mom explains that a woman does not typically lean because she's apprehensive in her husband's presence and subservient to him, whereas a prominent woman generally will eat reclining. A son in the presence of his father needs to do a seba. The Rosh Mom explains that a son is not as subservient to a father as a man's wife is to him. And regarding a Talmud in the presence of his Rebbe, Abai said, when we were in the yeshiva of our master, referred to Rabbah, we would lean on each other's knees during the Seder. But when we came to the yeshiva of Rav Yosef, who became the head of the academy after Rabbi, he told us, you don't need to lean for more Rabbach, more Shemaim. The fear of your Rebbe is like the fear of heaven. So the pickpocket who reclined while drinking the first two cups of wine at the Seder was disappointed when all he found in the pockets of the reclining son and Talmud was a note with a reminder to have a nice cup and to drink most of it. Which reminds us of in the name of Shmuel teaches several halachas about the Dalt Kosos, which is the Gemara then explains. They must contain enough wine to produce a kos yafa, a nice cup. The Gemara, according to the version preferred by the Rashbam, explains, Hain Ravis, this is Ravis. If you drink them pure, chai, meaning without adding water to the wine, he fulfilled the mitzvah, where Ravis says, Yede yain yatsa, yede cheres lo yatsa. He fulfilled the mitzvah to drink wine, but he didn't fulfill the obligation to act in a manner that expresses freedom. Rashbam explains that he didn't fulfill the mitzvah completely because wine must be diluted to be considered prominent. Rashbam notes that our wines do not need to be diluted. If he drank them all at once, he fulfilled the mitzvah. Rav says, yatsa. He fulfilled the mitzvah to drink wine, whereas the Rashbam explains that this is the mitzvah of Simchas Yantam, but he didn't fulfill the mitzvah of Dal Kosos. And if he gave his children the members of his household to drink from them, he fulfilled his mitzvah. Rav Nachman Bar says, only if he personally drank most of the cup. 
All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from Masechus Baruch Shabbos and Erevin. Number one, which stuff do you learn different ways to keep the children up for the Seder by giving them parched grain and walnuts and snatching the matzahs away? That's on Duff. Kuf test. Good. Number two, which stuff do you learn whether wives, sons, and Talmudim do Heseba at the Seder? That's on Duff. Kuf test. Good. Number three, which stuff do you learn that the Revius measure is 2 by 2 by 2.7 at Spaos? That's on Duff. Kuf test. Good. Number four, which stuff do you learn that the coast must be filled up with enough wine to be a coast Yafa, which is understood to be a Revius, and one is required to drink most of the cup? That's on Duff. Good. Number five. Which stuff do you learn? Two different opinions whether Rav Nachman meant that the first two cups are drunk with a saber or the last two cups are. That's on Duff. Good. Number six. Which stuff do we learn that when the Mishnah forbids eating close to Mincha, Erev Pesach, it was referring to Mincha Katana so that one does not come to eat the Matzah as a Chilas Gasa. That's on Duff. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do you learn that one is until Tuesday night to make Abdullah? That's on Duff. Kuvav. Good number eight. Which stuff do you learn the sim for a man in Yantiv is through wine, whereas for a woman it's through clothing? That's on Duff. Kuftas. Good number nine. Which stuff do you learn is Tanakam Rabbi whether a kos shel bracha requires that one just taste a koshu or one needs to drink a mali lugmo, a cheekful? That's on Duff. Kuvzan. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do you learn that a memor determined that Shechar, the date beer, was the Hamar Medina of the place he visited since wine wasn't regularly available there? That's on Duff. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff do you learn about the importance of treating sons equally? That's on Duff. Yudin Shabbos. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you learn about who authored the various brachos in Birchaz Amazon? That's on Duff. Memchas and brachos. Good. And number three. Which stuff do we discuss going outside the Tchum B'Mezi? That's on Duff. Num base in Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.